Welcome to this week's episode of Relaunch My Life Radio, proudly brought to you by the Life Evolution Membership. The Life Evolution Membership is a month-by-month membership that you can join where you get access to videos by Paul and myself where we guide you through steps to be able to evolve your mind, body, and spirit and learn how to be your own life coach. This week, Paul interviewed me about the top success tips for women in business. He really thought that there were some burning questions that you guys would have to support you, whether you are wanting to start your own business or you're already in business, to just know how to overcome those hurdles that we all face from time to time and how to really stay motivated and inspired on the entrepreneurial path. Have a great week this week and let us know what your thoughts are in the comments or leave us a review below. Welcome to Relaunch My Life Radio. I'm your host, Juliet Lever, and a few years ago, I personally relaunched my own life from being a workaholic, alcoholic, and chocoholic to now living a life of my own design. I'm on a mission to free you from an unfulfilling job or passionless life. And so with 10-minute tips and 30-minute interviews and stories to tune into, tune into Relaunch My Life Radio to discover your highest potential and feel inspired to live a life of zero regrets. If you want more, be sure to hit subscribe and visit us at www.relaunchmyliferadio.com for more. Welcome to this week's episode of Relaunch My Life Radio and this is a really special interview where I am handing over the reins and letting Paul interview me about all things success tips for women in business. So Paul, over to you. Hi everybody, thanks for joining in today. I'm so lucky to be interviewing Juliet today. She's been running her business for six, seven years now? Yes, six and a half years. Yeah, so if you could rewind right back to the start and go back and help the Juliet that was starting it all out, what would you go back and say to her? Like, what, what are the most important things that you wish you knew when you first started your business? I really was fortunate when I started my business to be following a lot of my inner guidance and to be feeling really confident about what I was doing because I had really connected to a sense of purpose and why I was here. So I didn't have self-doubt that I think a lot of people can have at times starting their own business, which sounds odd, but obviously as a, as a result of a lot of the inner work that I had done and studying things like NLP and hypnosis that really let me peel back those layers. But the things that I would say are to slow down a little bit and just know that you only have to do like one thing at a time, just take one step at a time and things will unfold and you will build your business and your brand and trust in an audience over time and that things take time but if you keep being who you are and keep shining that light that people will see you and and hear what you have to say and the right people will find you so yeah there would be a lot of things I would say definitely you don't have to do everything on your own and learn to ask for help and ah there's a lot of learnings. There's been a lot over the last six years, but they're the first few that pop out to me. So obviously in having all those learnings, there would have been some big challenges that you would have gotten through. Mm. So what are the biggest sort of personal and professional sort of challenges you've overcome in running your own business? Because I know that we both say that running a business is a big personal development experience as well. So just share some of the experiences you've gone through both personally, but professionally. 
Ah, well, there's really been a lot. I think the thing that I know now in what I teach and what we teach a lot of our students about around their understanding their values, that's really important. And when I was going through it initially, when I started my business, I perhaps wasn't prepared for how significantly my values would change, especially after quitting my corporate job. And my values changed so quickly that my business all of a sudden became the number one most important thing to me in my life, above everything else, above friendships and family and everything, because I really had, first of all, this passion for my business and what I was doing, but also financially, I had to make sure that my business would succeed because I that was all I had really, like I quit my job, so I was all in. And so my business became my number one value. And so that meant that I did lose some friendships and I did change you know, my priorities. And I think it was, uh, it was such a interesting time to navigate. And upon reflection, I can recognize that as a change in values. But at the time I, uh, I grappled a bit with uh, feeling guilty that I wasn't that great friend that just dropped everything for the people in my life anymore because all of a sudden I had paying coaching clients that were my priority, not just because they were paying me, but because they were also a, an extension of my brand and a business as well. So that was a really interesting challenge to overcome. And I think overcoming the, the, the shift in identity as well from being an employee to becoming self-employed, that was a really challenging transition. And I think the challenge with that is there is no one that tells you what you have to do and when, when you have your own business. And I, I would say at least for the first six to 12 months, I was a terrible boss to myself. Like I whipped whipped my own backside uh, because I um, I was just so passionate and obviously my business was my num was my number one value and and I think you know upon reflection that challenge you know learning to enjoy life more and having have more fun and and focus on you know balance as well is a super important thing so yeah it's it was very challenging there are definitely other challenges in terms of running overseas retreats and writing my book and stepping out of my comfort zone all the time when it comes to even doing this podcast every week I'm stepping out of my, my comfort zone doing this each week and there's that little little flicker of oh it would just be so much easier not to put my head out there and it would be so much easier not to do these things and be seen I mean it's easier for all of us to just hide and be in a comfort zone but constantly showing up and when you have a really clear purpose and a clear why and you have a brand and a business that you believe in and you have a beautiful community and client base that you love to connect with and serve then that helps you to kind of get outside of that that comfort zone and just show up time and time again. So yeah, cool. lots of challenges. <laughs> that sounds great. One thing that I'm kind of interested in knowing, obviously you said your value shifted. Yeah. How did other people take that? Was there any challenges and obstacles you had from people that were used to the Juliet that was before business? And then what came after that? Like how did you navigate that and the expectations of other people? Cause in business and women are going to run into that. If they have other things that are important like family, you know, relationships, friendships, and then business becomes their number one thing. How would you, what, what did you experience and what would you recommend other people making that sort of transition? Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't, I wasn't confronted by anyone as such, um, but I definitely had friendships fall away where the values that we used to share, like, you know, just going to a bar and drinking a glass of wine and gas bagging, like that just fell away. It fell out of my life because my values re reprioritized my time really. And I found new friends and found new connections. And so I think uh, that that was a really interesting time, but 
I think, honestly, I had lived so much of my life not being tuned into prioritizing what mattered to me that I prioritized what mattered to other people, that it was a really important thing for me to be true to myself and my business and finding my purpose was this real sense of relief of, ha, oh, this is why I'm here and I need to be true to this to feel a sense of fulfillment in my life, that the decisions, even though they might have been perceivedly you know, hard or people might not have understood why I would rather work than go out and drink, etc. Like to other people, it probably seemed like I changed really quickly but to me it felt like I was actually finally honoring who I really was and so it felt so powerful to honor that and hear that voice within myself that it didn't matter what other people were saying about me mm -hmm. whether I heard it or not you know Perfect. So. and what you're really describing something that we talk about in master practice where you sort of went from that values level four yeah. in terms of like doing what other people expect being directed by someone else being working for someone being an employee to being an entrepreneur, making your own decisions, driving yourself, listening to your own voice and knowing that you can succeed as self-initiated. Yeah. That's a big jump for a lot of people. Yeah. So what advice would you give to people that maybe have some fears or doubts that they or what fears and doubts do you have when you were transitioning those levels? Because a lot of people get stuck in that transition. So yeah. what could you do to help them? One of the fears that and doubts that I really remember having was that I didn't have any transferable skills. Mm. And that was great because that doubt or that fear caused me to then think about what I wanted to focus my energy and invest my money on upskilling and why. And, you know, I think all fears and doubts are there to teach us something. And if we can transfer that into something practical, that's useful. But so many people let their fears and doubts just hold them in that safe comfort zone. And unfortunately, like one of my favorite sayings is the easy road gets harder, but the hard road gets easier. So if you need to take some of those steps that are getting you out of your comfort zone and you've got fear or doubt, if you step into them, yes, that's going to be short-term hard, but long-term it's going to be the easier road for you. Uh, whereas so many people, I think they take the easy road short-term, but that gets really hard long-term. And sometimes we only change once we've been in that hard situation long enough and we're over it and it's gotten bad enough for us to actually take that change. Um, so I think, you know, really writing down what are all of your fears, what are all of your doubts, and then what can I actually do to overcome those? Or what are these fears and doubts here to teach me? And if you can unpack that, then I think you can gain real clarity about the steps that you can practically take to step through those. Uh, no one wants to live a life where they've just let their fears and doubts run the show. I mean, I never want to get to the end of my life and look back with regret. And that's a real driver for me. And that's why I do so much of what I do in this world, because I really want to live the most fulfilling life that I can and feel like the life that I've lived mattered and that I've made a difference in people's lives and I think that exists in all of us and yet sometimes we let the the comfort of what is and the comfort of you know not not being seen overcome um, what greatness really lies within us cool so I know that you had to develop yourself and, and shift a lot of things in becoming successful at business what are some of the major personal things that you shifted and how did you shift those? Uh, well, I mean, first and foremost, I had to shift big limiting beliefs and lack of self-confidence. And that was really what I cleared the first rounds, the first times that I studied hypnosis and NLP with you, right? Is those things just became non-existent. 
And that is such an edge in this reality. And that's why whenever anyone asks me, what should I study if I really want to get ahead in life? I always say like NLP and hypnosis, because it will equip you with the understanding of your own inner world and why you have done the things you have done and also why you haven't done the things that you haven't done. And I think when we really know ourselves, we can have compassion, but we can also end the stories and we can end the excuses. And life isn't going to reward us if we're living with excuses. So I think for me, like clearing those two things had such a big ripple effect in then everything I touched in my business after that. And I just had this real sense of belief. And I think when you believe in yourself, that carries into everything you do. And people are attracted to that. Like clients are drawn to that. Business opportunities are drawn to that. So that was really big. But in a business sense, one of the big things for me has definitely been like communication and always making sure that people are clear with what is happening, what's expected of them. Um, you know, clarity and communication is so underrated. And I think just, I always like to make sure things are clear and in writing and you know, that, that has definitely been a big learning as well. Perfect. So I know that you've coached a lot of people in business that run businesses as well. Yeah. And you teach the skills obviously to communicate more effectively but also clear things what do you think like because not everyone thinks about and not everyone but a lot of people might think nlp and those kind of courses are just for people that want to become coaches but what benefit do you see people that just in everyday business that they maybe run or they work for someone else or like what what can they take from those kind of things like those kind of trainings would that help them shift other aspects if maybe they don't want to become a coach well, yeah, 100%, because in any situation in life, be it your relationship, your financial situation, your business, you know, your workplace, every single situation, the common factor that you're bringing into that situation is yourself and your mindset. And so if you can afford yourself a week out of this busy life that we live or out of these lives that, you know, are constantly changing, if you can give yourself a week to actually pause and dive deep into what is actually going in on in your mindset and in your belief system and you can do a thorough clear out then it's almost like going into all of those situations your relationships your business your financial situation your health even with a clearer lens that allows you to perceive and interact with your life in such a heightened way so it's not just for coaches but the beauty in learning how to do these how to have these skills with in our trainings, the beauty of learning how to be a coach is once you can do it with someone, you're actually learning and ingraining the skill set in yourself much deeper than if someone's just telling you something. So that's why NLP courses where you just kind of learn the theory are great, but when you actually learn how to apply the theory, that's when you actually embed it in yourself and you really start to live it as well. Perfect. And so one of the, probably the million dollar question is, like for you, how do you find that separation between running your own business, you know, being switched on and life? Like, is there a way to switch off? Is there a way that you can find the balance between the two? Is that an illusion? Like, where are you at with that? And what would you sort of say to other people that are kind of going through those struggles? Well, that's a really great question because our life is so intermingled with business and our personal and we, I think, have a very unique relationship in that we work together, we're both really passionate about this stuff, so we're talking about it. Like, for me to say, hey, can you sit down with me at 8 o'clock at night and interview me on my podcast and we can have a conversation and you say yes, and that's the most important thing that you could imagine doing. Like, we have a really unique situation, and I think 
you know, I am always juggling that because I think when you're so passionate about what you do and you've really found your purpose, honestly, it is kind of all-consuming. And everything else to me, since I really found what I want to do in this world, everything else, even like watching TV and things like that, it just pales in insignificance compared to the passion and the drive of really making a difference in the world. And so I'm not sure, but for me, I feel my most alive when I'm living my purpose and when I'm doing what I'm born to do. And it's almost like the, the work-life balance, the what society call are things that you do to get balance, they don't necessarily balance me. So I think it's really more tuning into yourself and finding what works for you. And something that I've been really benefiting from lately is keeping a really solid journal and I taught in our life evolution membership this month a segment on bullet journaling because that's something that I've really found has helped me not necessarily to gain more separation between business and work but to become more aware of where I'm spending my time and what my habits are and then how those habits cascade into my moods and my emotions and my energy levels and it's been really cool it's like basically yeah keeping a bit of a check and balance on your life and that's been really fun so I think it's it's always like ebbing and flowing as well because naturally like when we have a course we are 100% on and it's giving everything to what we're doing and then we give ourselves like a good solid week off to just kind of not be not have to do all of those things um, but you know we we both love teaching and that's really where we both thrive so I think um, yeah it's a it's a good question what do you think I think that my life and my business have been the same thing for a very long time mm. so where they it's not like I clock in and clock out it's a whenever it's happening I think there's been times where I've been more diligent with having start and finish times but at the moment, it kind of is fitting my life around it. And my life fits around it at the same time, which is perfect as well. So mm. I have no complaints with that. I think people that have stress around trying to balance it, it's probably like not understanding their values and what's going on for them. And thinking that it should be something that yeah, it's exactly. not. Yeah, exactly. It's the perception of what it should be versus what's actually happening. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know if we have any sort of real issues with that, but I know a lot of people do. So that's why I wanted to ask that question. Mm. So what... Personally, do you feel surprised you most about running your own business? Uh, well, one thing that I really laughed at a couple of months after I had quit my corporate job and I was working for myself, I can still remember I was sitting at my desk in our first house in Port Nolunga and I felt super stressed out. I was sitting at my desk and I was working and I felt so stressed out and I had this moment of self-awareness where I just started laughing and I laughed so much because I said to myself in that moment, oh, it was me all along feeling stressed out. It wasn't my job. Like I thought I had to quit my corporate job so that I wouldn't feel stressed working and then I'd felt stressed out. And so that awareness just helped me to realize that I almost had like this it was almost like an anchor to my computer that anytime I did work on my computer, I would feel those same feelings of stress. And so that's been a real interesting thing. So now like when I work, I always light a candle. I've got like different things that I do and I'll obviously weave movement and stretches and stuff in throughout the day as well. But it's, um, yeah, that was a really interesting 
that was something that surprised me that I wasn't expecting. And I think so much in life, we try and change the external world to change how we feel inside. But I realized in that moment how I still needed to do that inner work and change how I felt inside about working. Uh, I think also what has surprised me, oh, I'm not sure. Like I, there's a lot of different things that have surprised me. I think um, do, setting a lot of goals and doing things in my business and then when I had done them realizing it wasn't necessarily something that I wanted to do forever like for example running my overseas retreats I really loved doing them but I'm really also glad that that chapter is closed and especially now with all of the travel issues that we have going on in the world uh, and even writing my book you know I, I loved writing my book it was a real challenging process but what surprised me was just how much everything is still kind of the same. Like things are still quite normal. Yes, it's opened up some doors and it's created some other opportunities, but I literally thought, oh, I'll write a book and that will just, that will fix, not fix everything, but that will be the answer to all of life and all of my, you know, my um, goals and everything like that. And it, and it really wasn't the case. So I think just, yeah, realizing that we just need to get more, grateful for what we have right now and what we're always creating. Uh, and what also surprised me was definitely the power of visualization because like I definitely, when I was still in my corporate job and I wanted to have my own business, but it felt so far away, I visualized the, the freedom and the life that we have now. And I didn't know how I was going to get there, but doing consistent visualization really helped me to get here. Perfect. So in closing, if you had to summarize probably key three to five tips that you'd give women could be daily could be weekly things to focus on what would be your i know i'm putting on the spot here but if you think of like the top things that popped your mind in any order what are some key tips that you want people to walk away from this conversation with number one don't compare yourself to anyone honestly that will just rob you of your life force and your energy and you are perfectly unique version of you and you're needed just as you are so be who you are I mean I did a thousand piece puzzle last week and it was really challenging but the unique pieces of the puzzle were the ones that were easiest to put into place the puzzle pieces that all looked the same were really hard to find and put in the right spot so like be your own unique shape whatever that is and then everyone else who needs you in the world will be able to find you a lot easier that would definitely be my first advice. Um, the second advice, aside from not comparing yourself to others, would be, yeah, like get really clear on what you want. Really visualize it and don't sell yourself short. Like allow yourself to dream big and allow yourself to really imagine what you want. But make sure that you ask yourself why you want what you want and find the deeper reasons why you actually want what you want. Because sometimes why you want what you want will actually highlight a deeper uh, desire within you that could actually be met in other forms um, and what will be the third one oh, if you are one of those people that says to me oh that's amazing that you've written a book I would love to write a book one day just freaking do it <laughs> like the amount of people that tell me that they want to write a book but they do nothing about it if you want to write a book guess what? You need to write a book. So go back. I think it's episode 37. I'll put it in the show notes and listen to how to write your own best-selling book and just do it. No one's going to do it for you. No one's going to offer you a book deal if you haven't even started writing a draft, you know, just do it and, um, and be one of the people that says I have a published book rather than one of the people that says I would love to write a book one day. Cool. Fantastic advice. 
big nudge. <laughs> yeah, and I've really enjoyed tonight. Hopefully everyone listening has got tons of tips from the interview. I'm not sure if I'm going to make that many appearances. I've really enjoyed all the little appearances that I've, I've had on here, so thanks for everyone tuning you. in. I love having you on here. Oh. What would be something that you would say based on the journey? Because you've been really by my side and you've supported me on this journey in the last six years, and now our business is together for the last year. Yeah. So what would you say is something that you've really noticed works? I think having people... That one thing I've noticed in general is either believing in yourself so much that you're just going to keep going no matter what because life will throw challenges at you or having people on your team that believe in you enough that will get you through the hard parts mm. because obviously when you first started, you don't know everything that you need to know to get the result yet. So having coaches or mentors, people that can guide you, give you some tips, help you with the blind spots you don't see can be really useful. So having a community of people or having a specific coach or mentor would be very, very valuable. And just really being consistent with your action, making sure that if you do have a goal or dream that you continually work to it because no one's going to do it for you. Like you said, I think that's a huge thing. Mm. And you're always going to have outside doubts and things or even inside doubts and things. But I think if you can get your head around, like I said, working on your mindset, making sure that you're on your team and you're not getting in your own way, that's the biggest thing. So, you know, clearing your own personal blocks because I definitely believe that your business reflects you and it only grows to the level that you grow to. So um, I've seen it in lots of people where they get stuck in the really early stages because they don't believe enough in their ability to you know, do what they want or get what they want. So I would say basically just repeat the things. Any other tips or comments you want to leave anyone with tonight? Yeah, I would just say like whether you are working for someone else at the moment or you've had a bit more time perhaps in the last few weeks or months to really think about what you want to do in the world or if you have your own business already, uh, just whatever it is that you've been kind of holding back on, whatever it is that you've been staying in a bit of a comfort zone on, just start eking yourself out of that and start edging out of that and being seen. And, and, you know, if there was one step that you could take after listening to this episode, one thing that you've been procrastinating about doing, whether it's a conversation or an action or something, you know, what would that be? And, and how would it feel at the end of today if you just took that step? So that would be my advice. So thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. Let us know how you went with it, what the biggest takeaways were from you for you. Uh, you can leave a review or you can email me at julia at relaunchmylife.com.au. That's this week's episode from Relaunch My Life Radio, live from Australia. Visit us at relaunchmyliferadio.com for more. And remember, it's never too late to relaunch your life.